0: The slaughter. Girls. We on that haunted three spooked girls. The three spooked girls. Hey spooksters and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Tara, and as always, I am here with my girlfriend Jessica. Hello. Hello. And today I'm so fucking excited. So I don't even remember what episode it was, but we had at the very end of an episode we recently did talked about the bling ring and Jessica was like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what fucking episode this was. That's fine. But anyways, it's coming full circle because Netflix just recently Mm -hmm. dropped the real bling ring Hollywood heist, which is like going to tell us all the tea. So excited. Oh, my God. I can't believe, are you sure you didn't, like, now that you've watched it, were you aware of this when it happened? I was
1: aware of, like, I was aware of what was happening, and I totally forgot that they made a movie about it after, Mm -hmm. but I I think it was just because, like, I wasn't connecting it. Yeah. Yeah, I just wasn't connecting it to this particular case, so, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: So, yeah, oh, my God. Okay, I'm so ready. Are you ready to talk about this?
1: Oh, my God, yes. Yes. Okay, go. (laughs) Uh, Me, I get it. Yeah, you're the movie
0: person. Come on now.
1: (laughs) Okay, so this is a true crime documentary. Like Tara said, it is on Netflix. I Mm -hmm. binged watched all of it at work today because like I was like, I'm just gonna watch one. (laughs) Do my normal watch through and then do my recap where I take notes. And then I was like, fuck, I gotta know how this ends. Cause like I was about to start Googling shit and I was like, I could just literally watch, I could literally just watch this. Mm -hmm. So the, it starts with like the two kind of like protagonistic characters are Alexis Nyers and Nick Prugo. Nick Prugo. And basically, it's giving them background, like, where they grew up. So you find out, like, Nick grew up in the San Fernando Valley, and then he moved to Calabasas when he was in high school. You Mm -hmm. find out that Alexis's dad was, like, the director of cinematography on Friends. So she grew up around, like, celebrities. Her mom was kind of, like, a pseudo-celebrity, and they had, like, a messy divorce. And it sounds Mm -hmm. like her mom is just, like, one of those people who was, like, I'm just going to call it what it is. She's the anti-Chris Jenner. Yeah, she wants her kids to be like successful, but she doesn't know how to make them successful. Because I'm going to call it out right now. She only really cared about herself being successful. Big facts. Yeah, and really, when I remember like watching this, I remember like that Alexis is, and you'll find this out later. Alexis's family got a a reality TV deal,
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: and I remember because it was like just a few episodes that had been released or whatever. Yeah. And I remember, like, this was happening, and they were kind of showcasing, like, what what had kind of come to the, fr- like, how this had happened. Mm-hmm. I will say one of the things I really liked about this is they would put, like, how they incorporated experts mm-hmm. into this documentary. wasn't mm-hmm. like a traditional person where they're like, "Well, this person is a realtor. Can you please tell us about Calabasas?" <gasps> okay. And they're like, oh.
0: "That guy was cringe as fuck." I have to just get it out. He was so cringy. Literally the first like fucking minute he's on, he's laughing at his own joke and it's so cringy.
1: (laughs) I might be wrong because I don't watch the show, but I feel like he's on one of those like selling Hollywood or whatever, you know, selling Sunset, not selling Sunset. Probably,
0: but like, fuck, he was just like, haha. I was like, oh, God,
1: (laughs) bro, stop. (laughs) Yeah, he was definitely like living up to that character. Yeah. And I think what was interesting is that he's talking about, like, if you lived in the San Fernando Valley, you were the people who wanted to be rich and live in Hollywood, mm-hmm. but couldn't afford it. And this is, like, where he started, where Nick started. And you kind mm-hmm. of learn that, like, you know, Nick was an extra on Zoe 101, which makes sense, because if he lives in the San Fernando Valley, he just has to drive out to Malibu to do the shooting. It's not that that big of a right. deal. yeah. And that he had kind of like done some other acting and maybe some modeling and everything, like,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: and whatnot. And so he'd kind of like in his mind, he acts like he was kind of famous <laughs> mm-hmm. for that. And I think it was like as even I think most extras don't think they're famous, like no. he did. And then like he basically was talking about how he became like really self conscious because he realized he wasn't. You know, he realized he wasn't a good actor. And I think also the fact that, like, he, like, Nick himself is gay. But, like, at the time, like, he hadn't come out. And he was, like, really worried about his dad. Which they, like, yeah. only mention his dad in, like, this one part of this whole docuseries. He's like, I didn't think my dad would like me. And I'm like, well, that seems weird. Is your dad super gentle? <laughs> Never hear from the about the man again. <laughs> so, yeah. So now he's moving in Calabasas, which is, it's, like, the richest of richest in the mm-hmm. valley, and how he kind of like, meets these friends, like, and this is kind of how I feel like, in Pleasanton, for instance, kids at the local high school would go to school in, like, Mercedes and Range Rovers, Jeez. and and Le- Lexuses were like, oh, your parents bought you a Lexus? Mm. Oh, like my That God. kind of stuff, and then, like, I would know people who were, like, who had bought in Pleasanton early on, and when the market was lower and so mm-hmm. their kids were like just regular kids and you know they would pull up in like a honda so yeah. i understand what nick is talking about it's that like classism it looks like at first he had like a really good friend that girl that was there for like a, no not rachel <gasps> oh the, the other one, one where, yeah. yeah the one that was there for a minute it was like his actual friend who seemed to actually like care about him And then he goes to school and meets this girl named Rachel Lee, who is basically, like, everything he wants to be. She's confident. You know, she has all of everything he wants, the clothes, the attitude, everything. And so he just basically clung to her. Now, Mm -hmm. the problem is, is that according to Nick, Rachel is a little bit of a klepto, which, you know, we find out is true. (laughs) that they were going out and partying and just kind of, like, living their lives and he would say, like, they would go, like, out partying in Hollywood and then they would start mm-hmm. driving down streets and start opening doors and, like, stealing Crazy. things out. So they would steal, like, credit cards. Which, one of the things I like about this documentary is, like, after, the, after they talk about committing a crime, mm-hmm. it tells you, like, what they would get yes. for committing one of those crimes. Yeah. For the credit card fraud, they would get up to, like, I think it was like three years per mm-hmm. charge. Mm-hmm. They were racking up money and debt. And I'm like, the fuck are these people so rich? They don't know that their credit cards are stolen. And Right? Yeah. Their fucking whole ass cars? Oh, yeah. Like one oh, night, literally, they were driving and they opened the door and nothing was in it but the keys.
0: So Rachel was like, we're going to take this and it's ours now. And then it was just so funny because the producers like, How the fuck did you do that?
1: So anyway, so they steal the car. They put like the dealer, whatever. I don't know if it's like an actual aluminum plate or what, but they like actually put in some sort of like wherever
0: the dealership, the car came from. Yeah.
1: Right. So then they just drive it around. I don't know. Like the way they kind of talk, they they didn't say it, but it does kind of sound like they did this multiple times.
0: Oh, yeah. No, they definitely did.
1: Because the way I mean, they only admit to the one. But they definitely Mm -hmm. imply they were like, oh, no, it's easy. You just like swap out the plates and then you're fine. Mm -hmm, And I'm like, mm -hmm. but the VIN numbers are.
0: But if they but 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 if you got like a, you know, black Lexus or something, you know what I'm saying? Like some car multiple people would have, then it's like, are these cops really going to go and look at every single one and get the VIN? Or are these rich people going to be like, damn, insurance claim, move on
1: exactly the weird thing about this is, is that they like do this kind of shit right Mm-hmm. this point, we don't really hear a lot about like what is happening in alexis's life except for like the fact yeah. that her mom has gone crazy and does the secret
0: oh yeah it's called the church of religious science
1: yeah no it's it's pretty crazy you can google it the secret was a big thing about like manif it was basically like you could manifest your future and if mm-hmm. you followed their steps that you could. So you kind of have this all happening in the background and you're kind of realizing that like Alexis's family, you know, her mom is kind of like, we're going to manifest these things. And her friend Tess comes to live with her. So like they, they have like these three, they they're these three girls and they're doing modeling. And like her mom, like Alexis's mom, gets her and Tess fake IDs so that they can go model. Bro, yeah. Lingerie and like. Stuff they shouldn't be doing at, like, 16, yeah. 17. And I just like how when they, like, question the mom, she's like, mm-hmm. well, that's what they wanted to do. They asked me. And the uh, Alexis is like, my mom asked if we wanted to do this.
0: Yeah, I believe her.
1: <laughs> I don't really foresee a lot of, like, 16-year-olds going up to their mom. Mom, I want to be a lingerie model.
0: No, she just wanted to be famous because... For those that might be a little too young, this is the, like, the birthing time of reality TV.
1: hmm So yeah. we haven't gotten The Rich Life.
0: The Simple Life, you mean?
1: Oh, is it The Simple Life? Why do I think it's called The Rich uh-huh.
0: Life? I mean, The Rich as Fuck.
1: Right. Which I love The Rich <laughs> Life. The Simple Life? Or The Simple Life, sorry. <laughs> so anyway, so it's like, Tara's right, it's like Paris Hilton, Nicole Ritchie. This is the beginning of keeping up with the Kardashians. <gasps> yeah, when Kim had her old nose and Chloe had her old nose, and and she was a fucking assistant to Paris Hilton. <laughs> this is true. That's right. I forget. And
0: after watch, after I mean, this might have been common knowledge, but like after watching this, I was like, Kim totally stole the sex tape idea from Paris Hilton.
1: Oh, she did. Mm-hmm. She did. Yeah. Which, by the way, recently, Chris Jenner. Was on. Mm. I don't remember what show, but she was doing a lie detector test, and they asked uh-huh. her if she released if she had any part of releasing the sex tape, and she said no. When she passed,
0: oh wow,
1: yeah, I thought that was going to be the
0: opposite of that.
1: Oh, <laughs> are you kidding me? If it was yes, if she had failed that, we would have all known. <laughs> True, it would be in the news right now. It'd be Adam Levine who. Fucking facts. Right. It would be Kris Jenner. But she did admit that Kylie is her favorite child. Oh, well, you know. Mind you, Kylie was in the room. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so Alexis and Tess and Alexis's little sister, they all want to be these like superstars. And Mm -hmm. their mom is like, let me help you. And so they're kind of like in the works of getting things. They're partying. They're modeling. They were in like a Marilyn Manson video where they're basically naked and they were 17. I bet people at Marilyn Manson's, you know, I mean, not that that guy is the greatest because, you know, moral bad compass over there. But but I bet his people right now are like, oh, shit, we got to pull that video. Mm
0: -hmm. They 17.
1: So basically, like, they're doing their thing and they kind of start partying out in public more because they're in this scene. Mm. Now we go back to Nick and Rachel, and they have kind of like exhausted all of the neighborhoods. They can't go back and steal cars from the same neighborhoods or rob people because Mm -hmm. then it's just kind of like, okay, well, they are on MySpace. For those of you who are too young to know what MySpace is, (laughs) it is what we used to use before Facebook. Mm -hmm. And now it is a music site, but I'm unsure how it works. Hmm. And I just want to, like, log into my MySpace because Tara and I have a shit ton of photos <laughs> on my MySpace. Oh, that my I God, answer. I know. Anyway. <laughs> so, basically, their friend, his name is Eden, he goes on MySpace and is like, I'm getting ready to go to Jamaica for 11 mm-hmm. days. Which I'm kind of like, way to rub in your life, dude, that you're, you know, going to right. Jamaica. In 2008, right. I was like, I don't know, Tara and I were going to the river. Our vacation, (laughs) pretty much. So we were like, "Oh no, summer of like 2008. Mm, That was bad summer. Let's not go there." Okay. So Nick has this friend who's on Facebook saying, "Hey, I'm going to Jamaica for 11 days." And Mm -hmm. Nick and Rachel are like, "I guarantee you, they're gonna leave their house unlocked. We should go rob it." And they're like, "Let's go do this." We have all thought about doing criminal activities, one way or the other. Yeah. Stabbing people Mm -hmm. in the face, you know, (laughs) stealing someone's adorable dog that you see on the street and you're like, I want that dog, I want to take it. Like we've all said things, but like most of us do go, well, you know, my friend Aiden's in Jamaica, I'll go rob him. So they do. Right. And Mm -hmm. this is kind of like one of the first like discrepancies that you see is that Nick says they took like eight thousand dollars and Eden is like, they took like thirty to forty thousand dollars. Right, I kind of believe Eden because Nick has more to lose <laughs> by admitting that mm-hmm. it was $30,000. So basically they just went in. They knew where this guy lived. He lived up, kind of like backed up against like a trail. And they just walked up, walked in and stole the money. They didn't really have a lot of other stuff. I love how Aiden or Eden describes it where he's like, and then all of a sudden I hear my mother blood-curdling scream from the other room. <laughs> and then eden goes online and starts saying like oh my god my family's been violated this like money was stolen from us and they just are like "Mm, that's awesome and they kind of start getting a little big for their britches and you know soon the money wears out which i'm like they were doing drugs and shit like that and so they decided at this point in time that Okay, so, like, talked about how The Simple Life was out, and Mm -hmm. they would see, like, inside of Paris's house on the show, and they would see, like, how much money was. And, like, Tara mentioned, this is the beginning of reality TV, which means this is also the beginning of, like, the tabloid craze, Mm -hmm. Britney Spears spiraling out of control time so people just kind of knew what paris was doing and when she was doing it so nick and rachel go to paris's house and they just start going through things and they basically just like they steal clothes from her they steal they would go into her like purses where she had like i mean i would love to have this lifestyle one day where i just like (laughs) would forget two thousand dollars in my purse right that i forgot i took it out and it's just in a purse but they basically were like going and they would take some of that and then they would take clothes that still had the tag on it and they would you know they were just they would take some jewelry they would just start taking things and you know they knew how to get in and out of paris's house
0: exactly pretty
1: fucking easily the first time that they went up to her house her back door was unlocked and they just went inside and then right the next time like the door was locked but i think they found like a window or something like that
0: No, they found a key under the mat. Oh, that's right. They found a key under the (laughs) mat, and then they
1: had a key to Paris Hilton's house, essentially. Mm -hmm. And they were just, like, going in all of the time. Paris, honey, get one of those little rocks that say, like, bless you or, like, you know, like, (laughs) bless this mess, whatever. Just hide it out. Which, by the way, can we take a moment (laughs) and, like, just say that if you stole Paris Hilton's dog right now, you're a bad person. Yeah. Someone return her chihuahua to her. Like, that's that's fucked up. Like Don't yeah. take people's pets. Yeah. By the way, in California, there is a law being signed in that would basically, like, make you, like, make it, like, super felon. So Oh, shit. Return that dog. So, basically, they just kept using Paris until Paris ran out of spare money. And mm-hmm. they were like, there's no reason to go back. And so they start thinking of, like, other celebrities they want to hit.
0: But that poor guy oh, that Roy, they sent into, face? Roy Lopez, they yeah. sent this dude into Paris Hilton's house to take the fucking jewelry. And you know, because of who she is, it's like a fuck
1: ton of jewelry. It was like $40,000 of, no, no, it was like $2 million of jewelry. Yeah, it was $2 million. of yeah, it was $2 the jewelry. Million. See, the thing oh, was, she didn't notice that shit was missing when they were taking like right. clothes and money and shoes. Yeah. You know, that kind of shit, like, and I don't want to be like, well, it's because she had so much, because good for fucking her, like, yeah, good for her, like, good for having, I get it, it's like she's an heiress, and a lot of people think that it's not deserving or whatever, but I don't give a fuck. If that's your life, that's your life, and if that's your stuff, that's your stuff. Right. And I know that they kind of, like, you can even tell, like, that they just didn't, like, it didn't really sink the fuck in what they had done. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, okay, we need we need more money. Oh, I know how we can get money. We'll steal Paris Hilton's jewels. Or mm-hmm. her jewelry. So they do. They send this guy in because they were like, this is a big thing. This and this is what was weird, yeah. is like they suddenly got nervous about stealing the jewelry, but they weren't like nervous about stealing her money. Right. That would have bought her more jewelry. <laughs> exactly. So they send in this guy named Roy Lopez Jr. And he goes in and he steals the money and it's caught on camera because he goes in through like the fucking front door or like a prominent side door. And he gets caught or he doesn't actually get caught at this point in time. No, he does not. But he can't sell the shit. Right. They took too much all at once. So Paris was like, my jewelry got stolen. It was on TMZ Hmm. on Perez Hilton and all this shit. So. They're kind of in a weird spot because now they're we'll talk about it in the next episode of this is that they go on to decide to pick someone else's house and they pick Adrena Patrick. So we will talk about that Mm -hmm. next time. But that kind of wraps it up for today. Let us know what you think of this, Mm -hmm. this episode or the series and Nick and Alexis specifically, because I will have feelings at the end of the third one for you.
0: Yay. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye.